Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to TSR Live, episode 115. We will look back at the Tigers' 47-14 victory against Tulane, and then we'll look ahead against uh, Tulsa, preview them for a little bit. Um, My name is Brian Moss. I'm the publisher of TigerSportsReport.com. Larry Marley will join us a little later. He'll be a little bit late. Um, If you have any questions, uh, you want to chime in on uh, the Tiger season so far. We are live, so you can call in 917-889-9149. So we can get into the uh, the game. I thought it would be actually a little bit closer than uh, what it was. Tigers definitely needed a uh, a bounce back game, and they got that. Uh, we have a caller. Is this uh, Rod? You there? No, Rod. Maybe Rod's not here. Anybody in the line? Maybe a little technical difficulty. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, needed a bounce-back game. And Tigers definitely got that. Uh, Big way. Uh, Brady White needed to have a a complete game, and he did that. He he came out and showed uh, some haters wrong, proved some haters wrong. I mean, he finished the game. uh, 21 of 29, 358 yards, five touchdowns, and what's more important, zero interceptions. Uh, I believe he did have a a fumble too, but uh, it didn't hurt the Tigers uh, like it did the previous week. Um, So definitely kudos to uh, Brady White. We have a caller on the line. Let's take a see who it is. Hello? Hello, hello. How you doing, Brian? Hey, we we got you now, Rod. Give us your thoughts on the game. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm so excited about the Tigers. You know, they rebounded, baby. Like you said, they rebounded, right? But They did. They Memphis needed it. Versus, it's Memphis versus everybody, right? Memphis versus everybody. I love the slogan. So, anyway, it was a great game, Brian. We, we, uh, you know, I was really proud of the um, the overall performance. It looked like they came out the gate, you know, and started playing strong, and they didn't let up for 60 minutes. I think we had one little glitch. 
I think in the third quarter, third quarter, I think that's when our I call it the glitch. Uh, that's when the first time we punted, right? I think the first seven possessions we actually put points on the board. Am I correct? Yeah, I can take a look. I mean, I know it was uh, <laughs> it was out there. Let's see what I do. Yeah, yeah. I believe first it seven. was uh, first five first was touchdowns. The last you know yep. last two was field goals. But yeah, man, you didn't punt until you know like three. 28 uh, in the uh, well, actually that was when they started the drive, but uh, it was like yeah, something like a, you know less than a minute to go in the third quarter is when their first punt happened. So I mean, that, what a fantastic effort by the offense. You know, and I um, you know I was you, know, you kind of get a little worried there. You know, Temple got the ball first, they drove down, got a field goal right off the bat. I'm like, okay, everybody said it's going to be a slugfest. It looks like it's going to be a slugfest. But, you know, the Tigers responded really well, and then I think they uh, held Tulane, the second, their second possession. Uh, through a, didn't they get the interception? when they got the interception on the second possession? Yeah, got the interception, uh, second possession, yeah. Yep, that was awesome. Well, that, that was off the hall, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the reach up and grab, or was that later on? I can't remember, man. It, it, that game was so exciting. Um, but, you <laughs> know, it was – I mean, it, you know that that interception by Austin Hall. It looked like he was a he was a seven footer getting ready to go for a slam dunk on a basketball goal. I don't mean to be bragging, but bringing up basketball during football season. But you know, I mean, he that boy got up there. He is extremely talented. And um, you know, from there the Tigers rolled it. I think they um, they uh, coach uh, showed a lot of confidence in their offensive squad by letting them go for the two point conversion that failed. But you know, at least he's he's still got that confidence in the team. And, uh, you know, we just kind of rolled from there. You know, I think they came back and scored, and it was 13-10. Um, you know, and then it just kind of rolled downhill for the green wave. I mean, yeah, for the green wave all the way down the hill. So, um, I was really impressed. Really, really impressed. What was the – what was your biggest highlight of the game? Well, where, where would you say it was the biggest highlight point of the game for you? I don't know. And to me, the offense, they just – it was relentless. So, I mean, to me, it was a series of, of multiple highlights. Um, I, I can't pinpoint exactly one particular play, but, uh, you know, the play of Kenny Gainwell, I mean, th this kid, I mean, a freshman, you know, over 300 all-purpose yards. I mean, this it's early, but uh, can we dare say this might be, uh, when his career is over, might be the best running back Memphis has ever produced? What do you think about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, he, people are, are already putting him on all American list, and and of course our our loyal Tiger fans are already throwing him out there for the Heisman Trophy. But uh, you know, I you know he's it's just been a it's it's been a blessing to have him, and and, and I'll do respect because you know the loss of uh, Patrick Taylor, and it's almost like we didn't really miss a beat in the backfield whatsoever with Watkins back there also with him, you know pounding through and picking up yards when he needs to. And, um, you know, I, I really am proud. I'm really happy with uh, Gainwell. You know, I mean, if he had to caught that last play of the game for a loss of two yards, he would have had back-to-back, -back, you know, 100-plus receiving, 100-plus uh, rushing. So, you know, that was a uh, – he's 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 gonna, probably going to be the best running back we've ever had. I would agree 100%. But uh, one guy – you mentioned a long – I think it was you that mentioned a long time ago that really impressed me was that Calvin Alston and his reception for his first touchdown. You know, he uh, – you know, we're getting a lot of – you know, he's – he's. I think he's going to be a really good one. Who's that speedster we were talking about? Um, I went blank on his name, brother. 
he took a, oh goodness, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Austin is the speedster. I, I mean, he runs track. Uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah. He, right. Right. Austin. I mean, two catches and both of them for touchdowns. I mean, fantastic day right, for him. Right. And he was tar- right. targeted That's three right. times. But yeah, great, yep. great performance yep. by him. Yeah, he's 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 got. You said he had some lightning speed, and man, I guess he does. I mean, I you know, I, I didn't never see. I've never seen him. You know, and boy, he took off down the field one time. It was like, holy cow! So, um, but you know, the the one thing I I think the biggest highlight of the game was the whole game itself. You know, from the kickoff all the way till the double zeros at the end of the fourth quarter. Neither the defense or the offense really let up. You know, um, I think the Tulane, you know, did pick up some yards. Uh, you know, and 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 move the ball, you know, fairly well. But you know, the de- defense would knuckle down and did a real great job. So it was just overall probably the best Tiger football game from from the start of the game to the end of the game that I've seen in probably ten or fifteen years. You know, in my opinion, you know, it just was yeah. a well-rounded, well-rounded. You know, and I think these guys are coming together, and and it's it's, it's starting to show. You know, they came off the falter at uh, Temple. And, um, you know, I think it was their wake-up call that they're better than that and, uh, you know, and just move forward. But uh, speaking of Temple, what would you think about that SMU team on them? Goodness gracious. <laughs> that's something that Memphis should have done. But uh, that's, you know, neither here nor there. But, uh, you know, Brady needed a comeback game. What were your thoughts on Brady? He, he kind of quieted some folks, <laughs> even myself. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, he's that um, – uh, what's that guy? What's that? Uh, I, I don't know. He almost makes me bipolar. You know what I'm saying? He's like up and he's down. He's up and he's down. Yeah. But overall, you know, it's he's 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 doing a really good job. I think he's doing more than what the eye sees. You know, yeah, he had those bad, bad falters, but I think he, he really did a good job taking command of the offense and 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 keeping the guys, you know, keeping you know keeping the guys focused out there on the field. I think he's, you know, probably the leader on that team. And, um, you know, as far and, and I believe that, you know, he's doing a really, really good job. I think, you know, some of the he, – we're going to have those haters, you know, and we're going to, you know, and, and disappointments. Um, but overall, you know, he's he's having a really good year. I don't know what these numbers this at this point, but I know as of the Temple game, I mean, he was just a few yards short really, you know, just a few yards short of uh, the same passing this time last year. And, you know, yes. I think he's just on point. I think he's taking, the, you know, he's more of, a, more of a leader out there than he is the guy that's going to make all the great plays for you. You know, he's got players around him that can do that, you know, that he can use. And I really was impressed on how much we utilized Gainwell in the, in the receiving spot. You know, that was, that was absolutely amazing. You know that they they recognized it, they saw it, they've probably known it for some time, but just looking for that right opportunity to get him get his wheels turning. And I think Temple game kind of exposed it a little bit and and that kind of stuff. So, but uh, and then we got Tulsa. Well, what's up with Tulsa, dude? I'm hearing they got a bad dog uh, defense up there. Well, they, uh, it's it should be uh, you know a, a good game. They they've been kind of uh, bipolar you know this season as well. I mean I know they're they're two and five. But I mean, they played uh, SMU tough. Uh, they, they, right. they could have won that game, but then they just, uh, you know, they they lost it against Navy, and then they played uh, Cincy tough, uh, you know, this past week. So, 
I mean, you never know what you're going to get with, with Tulsa, but I think Tulsa is a lot better than uh, than their record. Right, right. Well, you know, a couple of things I've noticed. You know, I, you know, of course, Twitter is the, the I call it the Mongol beast. You know, it's positive and negative across the board. But I saw a couple of things come across about the Tigers. Um, you know, special teams. I don't know if you were looking at any of those, how they put up the numbers. I don't know exactly how they run those numbers. But right now we're at a 80.8 at number two in the nation. Yeah, special um, teams efficiency. You know, yep. Yeah, special teams efficiency. And then also our um, passing, okay? And that, this is accredited to Brady White, okay? Um, you know, they're sitting at probably, I think it's 9.9 yards per throw, I believe. And uh, – uh, they're number, I think it's number nine in the nation. So that's strong. You know, that's that's two categories that we think we would, you know, especially in the passing, you think we'd be, you know, kind of suffering in, but we're not. You know, we're actually doing really well. So that's, I credit Brady White and, and some of the things that uh, Coach Norville and, and the staff have done, uh, getting the ball, you know, getting the ball distributed well because we've got some really good, Really, really great gains and some really good throws from Brady White. I've seen some thirty plusers, you know. So anyway, yeah, yeah he's definitely improving. So, what do you um, think going but, forward? Uh, Are you still uh, still uh, still predicting uh, good things? I mean, Memphis controls their own destiny. You know, I'm maybe yeah. too early, but what do you, what do you think of that uh, New Year's Six Bowl? You know, the New Year's Six Bowl, you know, of course, you know, at this point, you know, I saw something uh, today come out from one of the reporters from uh, CBS, I believe it was, uh, projected Memphis to go into the Cotton Bowl. Yes. I've seen um, ESPN projecting uh, Memphis, one, a reporter from ESPN projecting us to go to the Birmingham Bowl. And, you know, it, it's it's – the thing is, the loss at Boise, the Boise State losing to BYU, um, that really helped us out a lot. Um, I think we're going to be back in the hunt. I think the SMU game is going to be the the game that decides, okay, overall it, it, it decides whether we make that. If we beat SMU and then and, and, and also Cincinnati, okay, I, I really believe we're going to have a really good opportunity. It's going to be close, but we're going to have a really good opportunity to make it to that, to that New Year's Day Six Bowl. So, um, I'm hoping it's the Cotton. I don't know. Did you see that projection from CB, that guy from CBS? Yeah, I did. Uh, it, it would be a good matchup uh, against Georgia. Georgia. I mean, you know, like, wow, okay, put us in there with the Bulldogs, okay? You know, like, holy <laughs> yeah. cow, man. You know, hey, but, you know, South Carolina beat them. I know we can beat them. <laughs> so, anyway, I've got a cousin in uh, in South Carolina, and his, both his boys, he's a, he's a tiger through and through, but his boys went to South Carolina, so they're Gamecocks. And uh, we, we, we kind of go back and forth at each other a little bit. So, um, but, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, whatever bowl we go to, um, it's well, six straight bowls, six, six straight years with six straight bowl births. Six straight, um, that's correct. Six straight. I, I that's amazing, you know. Um, I would have never thought this ten, twelve years ago when you and I first met through uh, Facebook, you know, and mm-hmm. um, never would have thought it. Um, so I'm really, I'm really pleased, really, really pleased. I think that um, whatever bowl we do get, I'm going to be happy with it um, for the most part because it signifies the accomplishment of what this program has done and over, over the last eight, ten years, how it's elevated itself. 
um, and it, it's done a really good, you know, it's done really good. Now to get that New Year's Day, New Year's Day Six Bowl would just be so sweet, you know. And then we got basketball yes. season rolling, and we'll be undefeated in basketball. So you know, we'll just be able to toot our horns across the country, right? <laughs> so, good time to be a but, good time uh, to be alive for a Tiger fan. Yeah, it is. It is. It's real good. And, you know, and I, you know, I thought I could throw some stuff out there. We've got some of our, our you know, our lady soccer team, man. I don't mean to, you know, kind of diverting the conversation. Our lady soccer team, our men's soccer team. Um, we got a volleyball team that just, just did, you know, did some really good stuff. So, you know, not just football and basketball, the whole school as a whole in its athletic department is just moving in the right direction, you know, and that's good for Memphis. Um, you know how this city rallies around the Tigers. You know, when the Tigers are doing good, the city's doing good. When the Tigers are doing bad, the city's not doing so good. So, you know, I'm looking for great things. You know, I'm looking for great things. Um, you know, I don't know much about Tulsa. Can you tell us can you tell us about Tulsa and what you thought what your thoughts are with them? Yeah, I mean, when you look at I was saying a little bit earlier, I mean they do got uh, you know, pretty decent defense. Uh they play teams tough. Um, I mean, look at the first game of the season when they went against, uh, you know, then 18th-ranked Michigan State. I mean, they played them tough, only lost 28-7. to um, And then they played uh, Oklahoma State mm. two weeks later, uh, played them tough. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, they had to lead early, uh, you know, I think in the game, like in the second quarter, may, may have even been uh, leading at halftime. I'd have to go back and check. But uh, played them tough, ultimately lost 40-21. to but uh, you know, to, they beat Wyoming, who I believe was uh, undefeated at the time. Um, lost to uh, 24th ranked uh, SMU uh, a few weeks ago. Lost to Navy, and then last week lost to Cincinnati. So they are on a three-game losing streak. But two of those three games, I mean, they could have easily won. It just uh, you know things just didn't happen to go their way. So, but yeah, definitely a, a decent team, better than their record. Uh, Memphis will will have to be up for it. They're they're not out of the woods just yet. Right. Yeah. That's what I was. I was. I'm thinking. You know, we don't want to overlook this team. You know, that's that that that's our Tulane of last year, in my opinion. You know, I hate to, I, you know I hate I hate to say it that way, but that's that team you think is going to be that win. And you know, it's it's you know it's going to be a battle. You know what I'm saying? So you know, they, yeah. you know they've got to go in on the road, okay, and play a full 60 minutes, you know, again. You know, they've proven that they can do that. Um, now they're going to be in a different atmosphere. Um, they're not going to be on their home field. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think that the, this bunch can go in there and really put some damage on on, on, on Tulsa. Uh, like I said, I don't know much about them. You know, I just – I was – I have been so Good impressed. Team. I mean, it's a, they're, they're similar. They don't, they don't have the rushing attack Memphis has. Uh, but their quarterback uh, Zach Smith, uh, I mean he's he's not uh, he's not bad. I mean he has uh, uh, over 1,800 yards, uh, not too far away from Brady White. He's not as accurate as Brady. He has 10 touchdowns and six interceptions. But uh, right. I mean this is a team that can get after you if you're not careful. So well, and you know looking at the uh, at the West division of AAC, I mean good gracious man, it's it's knotted up. You know, I mean, it, it can go just about any direction. If you look at the, you know, I think Cincinnati's 3-0 in the conference um, in the West Division. Um, They're in SMU eight. is 3-0. SMU I mean, I'm sorry, not yeah, Cincinnati. I'm sorry, Cincinnati uh, is SMU, and then you've got uh, Navy at 3-1, and one, if I'm not mistaken, yep. correct? 
and yes. uh, then you fall back, and you fall, you, know, you fall back over to Memphis being two and one, and uh, I can't remember who was right behind them. Us. Um, Tulane. Tulane's two and one. Tulane. Now. Yeah, two. Yeah, two and one. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so the West Division is probably, in my opinion, the most competitive division um, uh, as far as pretty much anybody anybody's game. I think the Tigers are going to come out on par, you know, on top because I'm partial, you know. But um, you know, with them being a, uh, with us being in that West Division, it's also going to kind of show how strong the Tigers are if we do, if we do get into that, you know, win the West Division, and then we also, you know, hopefully we'll win the uh, championship game. And I heard there was some good news about that coming up in the future, um, along with. Um, you know, the East Division, I'm not going to give them any slight. Um, you know, they got some really good teams over on the East Division. But for the most part, I think the most competitive division in the, in the conference is, is the West. So what are your thoughts on that? No, I agree. I mean, the, the West, uh, is, in my opinion, uh, it's, it's clearly better. I mean, you take the top three. I mean, because you can go, let's see, four teams, four teams deep. Um, in the West, in the East, it's really only three: uh, Cincinnati, Temple, and UCF. Because I mean, you right, can't count right. South Carolina, ECU, or UConn. I mean, that's you, those are all throwaway games. But yeah, the, the West, you can go four deep, and really, you know, three out of the four. I don't, uh, Tulane, if they went out, uh, I mean, they they would need help because Memphis has already uh, you know beat them. But uh, you know, any of those four teams really um, has the ability to win. Uh, win yep. the West. I mean, the West is just wide open. It, it's fun and it's exciting. I think uh, there's better defense in, in the West than the East. But uh, yeah, this is it's a fun time to be an American Conference fan. And uh, I know there was a tw- someone uh, someone tweeted out. I, I can't remember one of the coaches that uh, the Mountain West is the best. You know, group of five. You know, conference. I mean, that, that conference is only one team deep. You know, I was like, oh. I looked you know? at that earlier today, man. I did. I looked at that earlier. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I looked at the and then I went and started looking at the rankings and the conferences and what they look like. I'm like, wow. You know, Boise State, and that's about it. Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit of Wyoming, you know. <laughs> but uh, uh, goodness gracious, uh, you know, the um, that's that's our next. I wanted to say that I'm going to make a call on this one. Um, I know that. Uh, uh, Utah State's also a good program over there in the in the MAC, but I I think Boise State's next loss and it will be a loss will go to Wyoming. I think they're four and two right now, if I'm not mistaken. And I just see I see them losing to Wyoming. Yeah, I mean I don't think oh I knew they wouldn't go you know undefeated, but uh, let me try to pull up their schedule here real quick. Uh, let's see. Utah State, Wyoming, and I can't remember the other. The yeah, other they teams. get Wyoming. Well, they have uh, I, in two weeks they have Wyoming, but their next one is uh, San right. Diego or San Jose State. That's San that Jose a win. Uh, but yeah, they wouldn't face um, San Diego State and, uh, until the, uh, the the championship game because they're not on the schedule this year. But yeah, Wyoming is uh, five and two right now. That'd be a good game. Uh, they're right, at right. Uh, Utah State, which is four and two, and, and Utah State's undefeated in the conference right now. And then uh, right, Colorado right. State, yeah, they're, they're not doing anything. But yeah, they got uh, two games that uh, that uh, that would be tough for them. 
you know, back at the beginning of the season, um, we were talking about the Tigers, and we kind of made predictions. And I would have never have uh, imagined. Um, you know, it, it's gotten to the point now where like SMU has snuck in there, and and I never would have thought that. Um, uh, you know, Houston kind of railed a little bit on us uh, in, in the conference. I don't know, you know, what all their problems are over there, but. You know, it looks like they're going to be. You know, they're working on getting it straightened out. Um, but you know, these these teams, you know, of of the competitiveness, and I, I keep going back to that, is absolutely phenomenal. And that's where I think, you know, if we get into, we beat SMU, we win our conference championship, that New Year's Day Six Bowl is going to be very probable, you know, profitable for us, you know, probable for us. Um, and 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 just kind of looking at what else is out there, right? In the in the in the uh, mm-hmm. group of five, uh, you know, what else is out there in the group of five? And then, you know, we got some conferences out there, you know, like the Big Ten. You know, I mean, they've only really got two, maybe two, three teams that are you know, out there. You know, Wisconsin's probably knocked themselves out with their loss um, of a New Year's Day Six Bowl. Uh, bowl. Um, uh, you know, it's it's. It's coming down to, you know, once again, we're going to go back to the AAC, you know, really having probably one of the more competitive conferences in the in the in the in the country in the NCAA. You know, um, the, no, I agree. Uh, you know, that is and that's huge. You know, and it, and it has to do with you know uh, being hungry. You know, I mean, we're, we're the first man out. You know, and I'm talking about the conference. I'm talking about the Tigers. I'm talking about all yeah. of us. You know, we're the first man out. You know, and you know, I'd love to see two of our programs get into a New Year's Day Six Bowl, but I don't think the the, the guidelines will allow that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I'm really pleased with what the Tigers have done overall. Um, I can't say it as many times as, and I'll keep saying this. You know, I was on the phone with my dad earlier today, and he told me not to call him that he was recording the game. He wasn't watching any news. You know, don't call him during the game. Don't tell him what's going on, you know. And uh, he says, I'm going to get up in the morning, and I'm going to watch it, okay. He says, um, you know, he says, and I'm going to get up early, right. Well, I called him today, and my dad was so funny. He said, yeah, Junior, I watched the game at 4 o'clock this morning. Holy crap, them Tigers look good, you know. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, and telling that story, you know, that he goes – he watches, but he doesn't really calculate in his head who's doing what and that kind of stuff. He doesn't really look at it. He just looks at the at the game, you know. And he, he asked me, he says, Junior, that's what he calls me. He says, Junior, he says, who is that number 19? Where has he been hiding? I said, Dad, he's been around for the last five, six, seven games, and he's been killing it, you know, <laughs> like that, you know. <laughs> he goes, holy crud, do you know he's the first player since 1997, you know what I'm saying, to actually mm-hmm. go 100, 100 in the 200? And I said, yeah, he'll probably do it again this year, Dad. I said, the kid's phenomenal. You know, and I, and I kind of go around in circles here. But it's just the 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 he even said that that you know to him this is the best he's ever seen this team you know and he's been around good gracious he was going to Tiger football games when he was you know five six years old with my grandfather you know and over like I can't remember what the field was now it was before I think they played before they played at Crump Stadium but um, um, the um, um, the one thing is is he's you know he's saying this is one of the best teams he's ever seen. 
And I think that is, you know, everybody's seeing that and everybody's believing it and, and, and believing in the, believing in the players and in the team. And I, I just, I'm super excited. You know, I, um, you know, I didn't look at too many um, outside of just some, the conference U.S. I mean, conference, the conference games. Okay. I didn't really look, you know, what else, how, what else happened out there. Um, I know Florida got a scare from South Carolina uh, there for a little bit, but, uh, and then, um, um, the uh, Tennessee-Alabama game. What do you think about that real quick? Yeah, that was uh, – oh, Tennessee did better than I thought they they would. But, um, yeah, Alabama's going to be Alabama. There's, they'll be in there till the end. Um, you know, yeah. That it is what it is, but well, I, I'm sure glad Tennessee's not uh, doing as well. <laughs> well, y'all, you telling me, you know. I mean, you tell me. <laughs> it's, it's finally, you know what I'm saying, it's finally a – a turn, you know, um, and it's on the it's on the west side of the state opposed to the east side of the state. And, you know, I was watching that game, and and um, you know, I, uh, I watched a little bit of that you know Tennessee Alabama game real quick, and and uh, I just looked at them, and I'm like, God, I don't know, man. People say we want Alabama, them boys are strong, man. <laughs> I mean, those guys are strong. Uh, but you know, with that being said, I think that you know if if we we won't probably face them anytime soon. But um, I would love to see us be able to get in there with those big boys like a Georgia or you know any any of the LSU. I would love to see us face LSU. I think you know we could. Those are some teams that we could give a run for the money, and you know and have a chance to have a chance to win. I hate to put them on a pedestal, but you know when it goes back to you know the fight of the Tigers, you know these guys fight. And they fight hard, you know. And uh, you still calling mm-hmm. for ten and two this year, buddy? Actually, I had eleven and one. That's what I'm calling. Oh yeah, that's right. You had eleven and one. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up. Okay, I've got my faith. You know, I called ten and two on the first time I ever called it on this show. And I'm gonna say that the Tigers are gonna win this puppy out. I, I think they're going to win out, and we're gonna go eleven and one. You know, it's gonna be the best season in Tiger history. And I, I really strongly, I've got that gut feeling, you know, that um, they're going to knuckle up. I think they learned something from the Temple game. So, um, and at that point, um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to crawfish on my, on my, uh, uh, on my, on my, on my prediction of ten and two, and I'm going to go eleven and one. And I think we're going to have some close games, but at the same time, you know, we've got three on the road and two at home to finish out the season. But I think we're we're going to we, we we've turned that we've turned that corner at this point. So we've seen the flashes all the way up until Temple, and this is, I think Temple's what it took to get to, to bring it out of them. Yeah, there may have been that that wake up call that that we we all said that hey, this you know something needs to happen. Uh, I mean, they could either you know hang their head and uh, it'd be a losing streak, or boom, this is, it'll be a turnaround, and they prove that hey, this is. Uh, they weren't messing around. They they cleaned up everything that they needed to work on. They did. You know, this was, uh, you know, the Tigers' first, in my opinion, the first complete game of the season, yep. and they'll need to continue doing that going forward. Yeah, I, I really I really believe that. Uh, I think that we can do it, though. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it. I think we've got our one loss under our belt, and I think we're going to win out. You know, it's uh, – uh, you know, and, and I, the, the last two games of the year, I'm going to ask any fans that are out there listening. Most of them, if you're listening to this show, you're going to be at the games anyway. But let's make sure we bring our family members and uh, cousins and 
and and and friends and neighbors and 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 you know bring your next door Tennessee fan because they ain't going to be watching them play. You know, come watch a good team play. You know, <laughs> you know, I, you know, it's you know, it's it's a uh, uh, it's a good it's a good it's a good day to be in Memphis. I'm so glad I was uh, able to come back to Memphis uh, after being in Chicago for five years and see what this school has done. Um, you know, Brian, I know you're you're out and about a little bit. Oh, do me a favor, man. I, I can't remember. Uh, so what was media day like for you, or not media day, but the, um, uh, up in, when you went to Philadelphia? What was yeah, the, like? the basketball media day? Yeah, yeah, the basketball. Yeah, what was that like, Brian? No, that was it was pretty fun. I mean, you could tell that, uh, you know, Penny was all, all excited, the players, uh, James Wiseman, Pressure Satua. I mean, they're, they're dialed in for the season. Uh, they won a national championship. Uh, they're, they're not shy talking about it, so. But it was fun. It was definitely fun. But, you know, a lot else, of, uh, feel like a lot of good things, huh? Yeah, I think I think a lot of good things will be happening for the basketball program. But uh, yeah, we'll come back to uh, the football. Is there anything else before I let you go? No, uh, let's uh, let's just get out there. Let's win, you know. And Brian, I appreciate everything you're doing out there, buddy. You know, um, you know, you're giving some great stories. If you're not, if you if you hadn't signed up for Rivals, that's at tsrrivals.com. You need to sign up. You know, there's a lot of good reads and a lot of good, you know, a lot of good information, a lot of good tales, and, and you know, and also recruiting. You know, um, get out there and, and uh, sign up for uh, TSR, and uh, y'all have a great day. Oh, you too. Appreciate it, John. Thanks. All right, brother. Bye bye. Larry, are you there? What is up? I mean, <laughs> Larry. what a weekend. What, I mean, you know, what a weekend for me because. For those who don't know, I'm, I'm also a Saints fan. So it's just been a weekend of crushing dreams, killing killing souls, and 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 heartbreak. I mean, I l- listen. I, I it's full disclosure. So so Brian, you and I kind of talked during the season, and and uh, or during the week. Sorry, and I, I you know, and last week I had said I figured Memphis would win, and one of the the the, the, the really bad parts about doing this on Sunday night is that I don't really have a chance to talk to you know, some of the coaches and players. I don't talk to players, you do, but I but I, I talk to some of the coaches and some of the people that are kind of around the program, and um, and you don't really get a chance to do that the day after because the day after a game is is usually a down day, and and you yeah. know so you don't really do a lot of that. Um, once I talked to a couple of the coaches. Uh, I texted him. Uh, I, I texted one coach, and I said, "Are you guys, you, know, you guys ready? This is going to be tough." And he said, "They'll never see it coming." Talking about Tulane, we'll never see it coming. And I went, hmm. and then I, I asked another, um, somebody who's, who's not a he's not a coach, but he's he's involved in the program. And I said, "Are the, are the guys ready?" And he goes, and he said that he said. I, this is they're, they're, I've never seen them more focused. And so I I was telling people yesterday that I thought Memphis was going to handle Tulane. I think was the was the term I used um, at the pregame, and I um, I was not surprised at all by the way Memphis came out at all. Um, one of the one of the things that I think 
Um, Tulane just had no idea of what the intensity was going to be like in that game. No. And it's it, Brian is not something that you could even – you know, I watched a little bit of the game later um, on TV. You couldn't see it on TV the way you could feel it in the stadium. There was just an intensity. Um, it was it was very brutal, to be honest with you. Um, they just got dismantled, and and I I, I thought it, I read I read the article from New Orleans this morning, and they said um, that you know we never saw you know Willie Fritz said he never saw it coming. Mm-hmm. So I, I all I can tell you is. Um, it, it, the, the turning point, obviously, everybody wants to point to. It was thirteen to ten. Um, Memphis uh, gets a, a first down conversion on the um, on the Magnifico catch, and then yes. you know score touchdown. Um, then you get an interception, and you get the interception, and then you get another touchdown right going into half. So instead of being up 17, you're up 24. Well, that I mean, that's your game. Like, it's over. Um, the game is, is essentially over at that point. Um, but they and, – and it was sort of like the, the little play where we would swing out. We would we'd roll uh, Gainwell out, and they would – and they did this four or five times, and they never adjusted on this, Brian. We would send Gainwell out of the backfield. He's in a pistol. Um, send Gainwell out of the backfield, and he'd go. And there's a safety would go over and follow him, and they never adjusted to put a cornerback over there. Well, I mean, it's like it's like you know, you guys ever play, you ever mm-hmm. played techno bowl? Like like oh, yeah. you know, and you had that one play you could play you could run it every single time, and you know you're going to get it first down like every single. That's what it was like. <laughs> like we could run yep. that play ten times, and we kept get. I mean, we just kept getting yardage. Because it, 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 they, they never adjusted, um, so that was. I, I just felt like Tulane was so overmatched, you just overwhelmed. Um, and I, I uh, another interesting thing, by the way, and I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I was actually texting with um, one of the the same person that was telling me. Um, I was texting with him today, and. Um, he said that after the last turnover in uh, Philadelphia, that Brady put on a glove and started wearing new gloves. The equipment staff gave him some new gloves, and since then, since he tried, since he tried these new gloves, um, you know, he goes. He said, you know, the guy's thrown for like a whole bunch of yards. Well, I went back and looked at it. It's six. It's over 620 yards. Seven touchdowns, no turnovers, no interceptions, and no fumbles. So I don't got know. Those magical gloves. That simple. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but it does make a huge difference if you are having trouble holding on to the ball for whatever reason. You know. Yeah, I'm sure um, he's he more, did wear more, some gloves. More comfortable, and then breeds more confidence too. Yes. Yes. If you're more comfortable, I remember. I don't see this. I'm gonna show my age here. <laughs> But um, but Jim McMahon, back when he was playing for the Bears, would wear gloves because he he wore them so much. You know, Chicago obviously being a cold weather city, um, he 
he wore them so much he would actually wear gloves even indoors because he, he the feel. So um, so the theory, running theory, at least around some parts of the, the football, is that Brady finally has found some gloves that he really likes. Because, um, you know, that was one of the problems with, or at least that's what I was told, was one of the problems with um, the rain was that, you know, his gloves were slick. And so mm, he was yeah. struggling with some of the rain pro- problems. But anyway, so, and, I, and I'm sorry I missed the first part of the show, um, but I will no, say good. this. If you if you're at the game, that was probably as about as well as we've seen this incarnation with Brady White and uh, that team play. That's probably about as well as I mean. In that, I, I don't think they played this well all of last year. Not in a complete phase. Defense. No, I mean offense, every yeah every team. aspect. They just dominated, yep. and I was. I was pleasantly surprised that uh, Brady came out and and played the way he did. You know, twenty-one for twenty-nine, three fifty-eight, five touchdowns, no interceptions. I think there was only one or two, you know, fumbles, uh, snaps, or handoffs. Uh, but I mean, he really cut everything down. He looked sharp, crisp. Uh, I mean, just a, a, I mean, he quieted a lot of people uh, last week or this week. Yeah. Well, the last seven quarters have been about yeah. as good as we've ever seen him play. Um, and you know, I going forward, they, <laughs> going forward, they'll definitely need it. They'll, you know, they yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. need no, him I mean, playing well. With these next, you know, three games are are certainly going into the SMU game, <clears throat> and do not look past Tulsa because that is a good football team. Um, they've yeah. struggled a little bit recently, but um, that's a good football team, and you know. Going up there is not easy. It's a small stadium. Um, and I've made this joke before, but it's absolutely true. If you do go to Tulsa, <clears throat> go check out Union High School's football stadium. It's absolutely bigger and nicer than the University of Tulsa's, which is literally like five miles away. Um, in fact, Sepulpa, which is right across the, the Arkansas River, is um, an older stadium, but it seats more people than the University of Tulsa's football stadium. Um, both of those, both of those stadiums, seat in excess of forty thousand for high school football. <laughs> I mean, it's mm. incredible. Yeah, and Tulsa's defense, like you said, they're they're pretty decent. I mean, they do well against the pass. So they're twenty eighth in the country uh you know against the pass against the run they they do have some uh, problems but they they, you yes. know, they can't give you fits i mean when you take a look at me they're they're better than their uh their record i, I will say that what are they yes. yeah, two and five uh, but yeah they're definitely better than that because you know they they nearly you know pulled off the upset when they played smu and then you know last yep. week and i thought they did you know pretty decent against uh you know cincinnati i mean they at half yeah, time Cincinnati's it was only a point game yeah, yeah, that that's a rugged Cincinnati team, and you, I think they went to Cincinnati, so that's extra tough mm-hmm. um, to go in there and play. I mean, UCF didn't come out of there alive either, um, and that's that's a that's that's a really tough place to play. And, and I thought they acquitted themselves pretty well. Um, I, 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 you and I openly talked about Philip Montgomery maybe being in trouble at the beginning of the year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think some of that's died down. They're definitely getting better. Now, does that 
translate into wins. It has not so far, but um, but yeah, that's that's a better team than they were. That team that showed up in Memphis last year, they wanted to literally be anywhere in the world except Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. Like that's the one place they did not want to be that Saturday. Um, and I was surprised at that. But you could just see, like, they had no desire to be there. So I'm glad yeah. to see them back. Um, so, and I, I know we're kind of skipping forward, but, I mean, <clears throat> as far as, as the Tulane game goes, there was no – Tulane had, had no answers. And if, if, if even close to that Memphis team shows up this week, I, I don't. I don't think Tulsa is going to be able to match that. Um, I just don't think they have the athletes, Brian. I don't think they can match that. No, look but, again, them, we got to show them, up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, With, with them uh, unable to really stop the run, I think they're uh, – let me check real quick. Um, uh, you know, the run defense, I mean, it was it was pretty bad. Yeah, they're 101st. I mean, they, they yeah, average uh, allowing 195 yards per game. And when you have someone like Kenny Gainwell, I mean that's just that's a yeah, recipe for like, disaster. For he's, <laughs> I mean, he's going to be jumping off the bus, like you know, they're like, okay, all right, boy. And 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 while we're at it, I mean, and I know you've already talked about this, but my God, what a game Kenny Gainwell had! Um, something that mm-hmm. hasn't happened since 1997. Uh, I mean, um, uh, and and for the record, I it was Troy Troy Edwards. Did it? The last person to do it. Yes. Did I read that yep. earlier today? Yeah. Um, I remember when Troy Edwards was playing. By the way, um, I can't, was it mm-hmm. San Jose State? Am I am I am I right? Yeah. Uh, that shows how old Lock I am. Back. Um, it has been a minute. Louisiana Tech. I'm sorry. I, I just remember when he did it. I, I just remember he, he, he. I remember. I remember. In fact, I I, I vaguely remember that that game being the the highlights being on ESPN. Um, what an yep. amazing effort from Gamewell. A hundred yards rushing. I was telling the guy in front of me that sits in front of me, he and I were talking. Gamewell, I've never seen like Henderson was great last year. I mean, he would break off those long runs and just incredible his yards per carry. But but Henderson would, would get thrown for a loss. I mean, a lot. Like he would lose yardage a lot. Um Gainwell, yeah, he has had a couple of times, but almost every time he touches the ball, it's five yards. Like every time, like he's so slippery. Yeah, it's weird. He, you know, we were trying to. People always try to compare running backs. So I mean, D'Angelo and Henderson were great in different ways, and Gainwell, I, I'm trying to think. He may be the best combination of receiver and running back I have ever seen in a Tiger uniform. I was going to ask you, I mean, where do you think he'll 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 rank? I mean, because you look at it, and he's the first Memphis player to have 300 all-purpose yards without a you know yes. punt or kick return. Uh, his right. five 100 uh, rushing yard games is a freshman school record. First Tiger to have five consecutive 100-yard rushing games since Terrell Henderson. And his 307 all-purpose yards is third in uh, Memphis history. I mean, this kid, only a freshman. If he stays off four years, which 
directory. No, he'll <laughs> yeah. He'll be here he's, for two more. He's eligible you know. after next year, and I, and I hate to duck. You know, I say that I duck and Spider-Man oh, yeah. throwing stuff at yes. he, But he's he's eligible after next year because he's a red shirt. Um, you know, that's that's going to dictate because if he stays for a third year, he could he could pass Daryl. He really oh, yeah, could. Easily. Like I'm serious. I think he'd, um, he'd have all the Memphis records for a running back. He could. He he could catch D'Angelo. I. I He'd have to stay. He'd have to probably go for a fourth year. Um, but but he I, he is a better receiver than either of those guys. Think think back to that catch he made in the was it Monroe game where he dove. It may have been so. Yeah, for, I can't remember. He had that diving touchdown, and then mm-hmm. he had another touchdown reception against Southern. I mean, he's, his route running. As a receiver out of the backfield, it's literally like you have an extra wide receiver in the game, and you can't. What we, we he, where they trick you up is if you try to cover him with a safety, that is an absolute one hundred percent mismatch immediately. Um, and his hands are so good. Like I say that he'll drop four passes next week, but you know that's that's just life. But I mean, but he really is the best combination runner, passer, or pass receiver I have seen. I can I could not tell you. Like I can't remember any. Because you have to be a great running back to start with, and then you add in yeah. the the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield like that. That's what separates him. He's just. Um, and then, and I think that that helps Brady because he understands he has a check down. You know what I mean? I mean, when you can, mm-hmm. when you know, if you get in trouble, I got that guy. So that's to me, that's the difference. Um, and and I I just don't think there's any way Tulsa's going to. I mean, you never know. I mean, they could come out, but but. The problem is if you come out and commit to stopping the run, now you've got to deal with, you know, and and that's what we did against Tulane. They had they their 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 um, linebackers could not set because they knew if they did that we would just throw right over the top on them. So it was surgical, and that's that's what you want to see. Uh, if we get that offense the rest of the year, um, it's going to take a, an awful lot, especially at home, to beat us. No, it, it definitely. The opening line uh, for Memphis at Tulsa, um, I'm going to say eight and a half, and then it's all the, it's already up to ten and a half. I mean, it's a, yeah, <laughs> it's I, I even been a, that's that's gonna. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to lay 13 probably before this 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 week's over, and I'd guess the over under will be about 66, 66 to 69. If I had to guess, it might it might get up to 70, but yeah, I, I could see. I mean, I could see 60 66. Um, if it if it's if it's lower than 66. Bet it all day. I mean, just all day. 
because um, that's – I mean, I, I don't see any way that, 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 that Tulsa holds us, you know, down. I, I don't think we're going to yeah. be held to 17 points. I could, I could be wrong. I know one time we went in there with Paxton and them and ended up always scoring like 20-something points. And, you know, we've been hanging 50 on everybody. But um, – and, 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 and you can have bad games because it's college kids and they, you know – have a bad night with the girlfriend or, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but stuff like that happens, you know. But, yeah, no, it does. But, yeah, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I, w- with them unable I to stop the run, yeah, I see Memphis just – I think Memphis can put up a, another 40, 50 points. I, I really do. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree no. with you. I, I agree with you. I, I the, the, the trick's going to be, you know, and, and I thought Memphis, of course, New Orleans, uh, um, Tulane was down a couple of, of running backs. Um, yeah. That hurt them, like you could tell. And, 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 and you know, we're all – look, no excuses. You know, it, it happens to everybody every, every, every week. You know, you, you, you've got people that are out and people that are injured. But, um, but yeah, I know that affected them. So, um, I thought they acquitted themselves pretty well. Memphis' defense was just smothering. I mean, they just smothered them. And, and they, they needed to you know, rebound. I mean, there's a, a lot of units or players that needed to – you know, Brady needed a, a bounce-back game. The offense needed – yeah, that defense needed a bounce-back game. And <laughs> they they had one. I mean, because they really contained, uh, you know, McMillan, I thought, for, you know – Yeah. For, well, and, pretty and much they, for the whole game. they did not let I mean, him – Yeah. Right. They didn't let him get out, get in space. Um, he didn't break. And he's not that much of a runner to start with, but they really kept him contained. And that, so that was impressive. I, um, You know, anytime you win big, um, it's all, you, you know, you, you're never as good as your best game. You're never as bad as your worst game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, I, I hope – that we continue to play like this. I hope this is the beginning of a trend where we look back and go, we played great. You know, we, we, we strung together four games where we were just tremendous, you know, and, and you hope that that's, that's how it works out. Um, you know, where we going into the bye week, we've just played four tremendous games. You know, you hope that that's the case. Um, the reality of it is probably not. You're probably not going to play that well, um, but yep. but the good news is, and I think you'll agree with me. <clears throat> this is not to disparage any team that we have left on our schedule, but the hardest games, at least on paper, that we have left are at home, and that would be obviously yeah. SMU and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And again, that's not to that's not to disparage in any way Tulsa or Houston or USF. Um, but at least on paper, those are the hardest that we have left. And it's a good thing that, yeah, they are at home. I mean, that, that definitely helps. Yes. Or did you see because, the, uh, go ahead. No, 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 I was going to switch definitely. topics, but uh, so if you want to stay on topic, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, I was going to ask, did you see I mean, the – oh, go ahead. <laughs> we'll finish it out. Go ahead. Um, no, 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 no. I, I was going to say was, I was going to say was, 
at home, the, the, the big trick is when you're at home, you're on your field, you're, you're mm-hmm. able to um, – and, and here's one thing that people may or may not know. So the home team gets to dictate um, things like pregame and how you – you know who comes out, when you do pregame, stuff like that. That's not conference. That's the home team. So that, that I means you get your rituals. And when you're on the road, you don't get that. So that's all I was going to say. So go ahead. Yep. Switching to just peeking ahead. Let's say Memphis takes care of things. The uh, CBS Sports did their bowl projections, and it's it may may have shocked a lot of people, but they have Memphis and Georgia in the Cotton Bowl. To me, it's still a little bit too early, but if you look ahead, what do you think about that yeah. uh, that matchup? And and do you think Memphis can make that New Year's Six Bowl? Because Boise State lost, and if, yeah, yeah, yeah. if they went out, if they went out, Memphis went State. out. Yeah. Memphis will have a better record. Loses, I mean, a, a better strength well, of schedule than any of those guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. But assuming Appy loses at South Carolina, they got South Carolina for homecoming. Um, mm-hmm. And I know South Carolina is, you know, they've lost to teams like Florida and North Carolina. But, I mean, like – and that's nothing against Appy. But, I mean, and and they could win, but I – I mean, South Carolina's really good. <laughs> um and they play Georgia at Georgia uh, the, the State short, too, and Georgia State's decent this year. Um, yeah, yeah. Georgia State's got a good team too. We, 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 we Tennessee knows that. Um, <laughs> I, I, if you look at it, like so, let's assume that Memphis wins out. Okay, that's that's probably going to mean you've beaten a ranked SMU team, a ranked Cincinnati team. And mm-hmm. probably a ranked UCF team. Um, you beat a team in Tulane that was going to be. So you will have beaten, you know, four ranked teams, essentially. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I think that's, that's completely plausible. That that you can make the New Year's Day bowl. Now look, there's a hell of a lot of football to go. Oh, what yes. we get there? Um, <laughs> Way, yeah. I mean, a whole lot. And 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 I, you know, not to look ahead. I hate doing that. Um, as a player, what I would, I I would I was really cautious about that. I would go, you know, uh, I remember we had Martin at home, and and we were out. In the next game, if we won that game, we were going to go to Eastern Kentucky, and that was basically going to be for the conference. And um, somebody put up some stuff. And by the way, bulletin board stuff back in that—that's that's real stuff. Like people did, really did. Like mm-hmm. players would bring stuff in and put it up. That's real. Um, somebody put some stuff about EKU up, and I—I I was kind of ticked about it. I, I remember telling. Um, one of the defensive ends. It was the offensive player, um, and and so, and th- and that's also real too. By the way, you don't you, you stay you stayed in your lane. Like if the offense did something wrong, you didn't go over there and just start jumping on them. Then you might want to you might as 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 one of the defensive captains. I I I, I went to the offensive captain. I was like, look, take that down, you know. Um, but but I was just like miffed about it. Because I was afraid 
I mean, Martin wasn't very good, frankly. And I knew we'd probably win. But I hated people that looked ahead. And I'm saying all this as a way to say, don't get caught up in the SMU stuff. But one of the beauties about not being a player is I ain't going to worry about that. <laughs> so <laughs> having said that, um, oh, God, that game's going to be a street fight, right? I mean, like, who, who does who – do, and, and I'm sorry I didn't look it up before. Who does SMU have this week? They beat the crap out of Tim, uh, by the way. I mean. Oh, yeah, that was uh, – oh, they got Houston. And, and I mean, it, was, it wasn't as bad. Like, they beat them worse than the score. Yeah, that was a that was a beatdown. Yeah, yeah, they play Houston uh, at night, and then uh, then they travel. So you have two travel two travel weeks. So travel well, it's not really a humongous travel for them going Dallas to Houston, but still, yeah, two road games for them. So they got to go yeah, to Houston. Houston. And 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 that's a you know, I mean, I'll tell you this about Houston. Talent-wise, they've got a lot of talent. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, Hogerson for whatever reason doesn't seem to have that locker room right now. I mean, at least on the outside looking in. Um, no, I think it's just they're not used to the way he coaches, <laughs> and because I, I think the way yeah. he coaches, he, he's not, he, he's not a player's coach, I don't think. And and I think the coaches they've had before, you know, past three or four coaches have all been like player coaches. And Holgerson is not a player's coach. And so I think it's more of a culture shock for them. They're trying to iron things out. Well, you know, Major probably wasn't the disciplinarian that he should have been, frankly. And I I will bet one of the things that they're struggling with is, um, you know, how how do we as – as a team assimilate into this more rigid structure. Um, I, 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 and I don't want to get in, this isn't a Houston podcast. So we're not going to get into that. But what, what I am trying to say is that in general, what I see from, from Houston and from um, some of the other programs that we have in our conference is that there's, especially like ECU, there's, they're struggling with the transition. Um, I, but 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 having said that, I, Houston's got a lot of talent on that team, so uh, it would not surprise me at all if they, especially a night game in Houston, they gave SMU some problems. Um, yeah, I don't know if they win, but I could see them giving them problems. Um, so it's going to be in, this that. But but the looking ahead, like let's, let's just go ahead and because it, it's the 800 pound gorilla in the room, right? Let's assume mm-hmm. we win, which I think we're going to do, and they win, which I think they're going to do. They're eight and zero. We're seven and one. Um, and everybody keeps talking about game day and all that. Jeez, let's, let's give it up. Give it. A, I mean, if they come, they come. If they don't, they don't. Who cares? I mean, yeah. it's. I do. I like. I understand that people want like the thing for the program and all of that, but you know. So I mean, it, it's not gonna. It's not gonna make it any less of a top twenty-five showdown, right? I mean, it's it's for the conference, right? Don't you agree? Like that. That'll the winner of that game. Yeah. This 
most likely where this game the will West. be will represent the West. And, and in my opinion, probably the same as yours, will go uh, go ahead and win the uh, the whole conference in the championship game. So whoever wins this game, is, to me, is the favorite to win the uh, the whole thing. Well, I, I, I think Cincinnati will have, have something to say about that. We got them last week of the season. Mm-hmm. And um, because even if we win that game, we still have to play Cincinnati. Um, yes. SMU still got to play UCS, I believe. Unless I'm seriously misguided, I believe they do. Um, so you see, know, SMU be, does not. No, SMU does not have uh, UCF this year on the schedule. Their last remaining so games are at they at Houston, at Memphis, then East Carolina, at Navy, and then Tulane is their last game of the season. Gracious, did they, they did they beat Cincinnati? They didn't play Cincinnati either? Uh, let's see here. No. Their wins are Arkansas State, North Texas, Texas State, TCU. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they had a soft schedule. Their toughest games were the, the game they just played, Temple, uh, Memphis. And then um, I, Navy's always pretty tough. Uh, but two Yeah, lanes. they'll beat Navy, though. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah they'll, they'll, be, be Navy, they'll be but, Tulane. I. I Man, that sucks. And it's at, it's at home, but yeah, they have a. And this would be the year when you, early in the season, when you take a look at everyone's schedules. I mean, SMU's like this. If, if they're going to make a jump, it had to been this year because of their schedule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, whatever, wimps. Um. So no. So no. We still got. So we still got Cincy, and I mean, they got something to say. Like we could, like I know that's at home and 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 all that, but. You know that's that's going to be a heck of a game too. But but that, let's just let's just focus on SMU. Assuming what a street fight. I mean, this is going to be a street fight. Like, I it's it's just it's going to be. And I don't. I think it's the biggest game that we've had at home, probably since that Ole Miss game, Fuentes last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't think of another game that was bigger. I mean, I know UCF last year was big, but we weren't playing well coming in. We did not no. have a good record coming in. Um, I think we were like four and three coming in. I mean, so, I mean, people forget that. We were four and four <laughs> last year um, before we, we won four straight. So, I mean, or maybe they don't forget, but I mean – so like that, this is going to be like massive for us. They are, and, and it will be a street fight. Uh, make no bones about it. Like, it, have they, it, is it tomorrow they announce the game time? I think. I uh, believe for for the following week. Yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it should be 11? tomorrow. Yeah. I'm thinking, thinking eleven. 11? Yes. Yeah. I it's would either eleven or two thirty. Right? It's either going to be eleven or two thirty, right? I mean, it's. it's I mean, yeah. it's it. I mean, it's not going to be a night game, most likely. Uh, most likely not. Top. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to. I mean, AAC. Not for. Yeah. Not going to want not, that. <laughs> not going to want that up against. I don't know. I don't know what the big game that we get, but they're not going to want it up against that. Um. 
I'm trying to think. Is that that's LSU? Pretty Let me see sure. What, what week would that would that I think be? That is. That'd be that first week of November. November the second, right? Am I doing that in my head right? Yeah. November second, because Halloween's on. Yeah, let's on see. Thursday. I believe that's LSU Alabama. But I'm, I could be wrong. I, I could be the next week. Um, There's really but, not any any big time matchups because uh, you have that week you would have Clemson places uh, plays a, a FCS team, Ole Miss and uh, Auburn, Oregon and USC, Utah and uh, Washington. Yeah, that's, we could, that's get, really we could get a six thirty. We could we could get a six thirty kick. We really could. Like, I'm not saying you'd be yeah, all the other... on ABC, but yeah. but you could get a six thirty ESPN kick. You really could. I mean, you know, I could see that six six thirty. I can't remember if it's six or six thirty on ESPN, but whatever it is, I mean, you could get that late kick. If there's no other big game, that could happen. Um. Yeah. I'm looking at all the TBD I, games, and I mean, there's not there's not really any big time games. You uh, see, I, I, yeah, I mean, that uh, could, Memphis that and SMU would be the only, as of right now, it top, would be the only two match, teams right. that are ranked, yeah, playing each other because everybody else is is, uh, is playing an unranked team. What a massive showdown that'll be for the AAC. I mean, it's and. and and that was the tweet going around yesterday, and I, I generally don't respond to fans in general. But this was from a blogger for Boise, and and I don't know if Brian Harpin actually said this. I really don't because I didn't bother to check this guy's sources. But he basically said that Brian Harpin – was quoted. This is before they got beat by BYU, of course, as saying oh, yeah. that you know the, the Mountain West Conference was the best, best, and you know whatever. And I basically responded, "Look, Memphis will play you guys in a phone booth. I mean, you just you just name the word. I'm going, <laughs> yeah. we'll be there." And, and I don't know if Brian remembers the last time he brought one of his teams to Memphis, but he left with a, a really blue gray ass kicking. Um, <laughs> but. But – and that was when he was head coach at Arkansas State. Um, mm-hmm. But point is, I don't think there's any – and I'm not saying this because I'm a Memphis fan. I would say this even if I wasn't. I don't think by any measurable way that the AAC is not the best G5 conference. I mean, more ranked teams than any of the other conferences combined – um, in the last like five years or six years, I mean, we've had we've had we we we've represented the G5 in the New Year's Day Six Bowl every year but one since it got started, and mm-hmm. I I don't you name me a team from the Mountain West, including Boise, that you drop in the AAC and say. You're going to be picked to win it. I guarantee you that's not going to happen. No. Drop, drop Boise. In not the not even West. Boise. No. Yeah, you, no you drop Boise in the West. No, they they don't go through that undefeated 
No. They don't go through that with one loss. Straight up, I'll tell you, they don't. There's no way. Um, somebody will come there and beat them, and they'll lose on the road. That's a fact. That, that, and that's not to say I wouldn't love to have them. They'd be a great program to have, and I, I think I think you'd be – when that whole, that whole P6 stuff, which I think is total garbage, you put them in the AAC, yeah, all of a sudden now P6 makes some sense. Like You, you can make that argument now because, I mean, you know, clearly. Well, but they had their chance to come, that, but they uh, – They sure did. They backed there. out. Well, you know. To me, that tells you all you need to know um, about Boise. Well, mistakes. I, 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 I. So, and I just wonder about this. Do you think you think that they just didn't want that heat? No, I, I, I mean, think I'm they just, were. I, I sincerely don't know. No, I don't think it, it was that. I think it was just a, a, a money issue. They, you know, since they're getting a bigger piece of the pie. Uh, you know, I think pride had more to do with it. You know, they think they're the big dogs of the uh, Mountain West, and I think they thought that they could make the uh, New Year's Six Bowl just by having their schedule, and it's uh, and it's proven that not that's not the case. Because, yeah, because it turns somebody, out AAC is pretty good. running this gauntlet because running this gauntlet, even with one loss, is probably going to be better. Is going to be better than what they've mm-hmm. got. Oh, yeah. You talk about Cupcake City. I mean, anyway, so again, we're just in the Boise State podcast. But I did want to mention that. I just thought that was complete garbage. So your your question about New Year's Day 6, I think if we run the table, yeah. I think we're New Year's Day. If SMU runs the table, yeah. I think they are. If Cincinnati runs the table, yeah. I, I think you know Cincinnati's only loss will be to Ohio State. Well, hell, Ohio State may win the whole friggin' thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, have you seen that team? Like, I, I don't – nobody yeah, no, part good. of them right now. They're good. So Just for – I guess for for headlines, I, I want to see a Oklahoma-Alabama showdown just for the headlines. Jalen Hurts versus Yeah, the Jalen Hurts thing and yep. – Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, right now, if you laid it out, really, I, I, maybe I'm breaking this. I, this isn't breaking news, but this is just my opinion. But I, I don't think I think LSU beats Alabama this year, straight up. I do. LSU has. I, I think LSU. I, I think that I think they beat Alabama this year, but could be wrong, and it's going to be a great game. Either way. Um, it, let's say Alabama, you know, runs the table and finishes Wednesday SEC. Um, Ohio State runs the table. They they went. Clemson runs the table, and Oklahoma runs the table. Well, there's your top four teams, right? We all agree on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is there any way they don't put Bama to <laughs> Oklahoma three? I'm just, I mean, there's no way, right? They they do like you know they do that just for kicks. First of all, I think that's probably legit. Yeah. Alabama or whatever two three, and then Ohio State one and Clemson four, right? But mm-hmm. but you're right, Brian. That with Hurts going back to play Bama. What a uh, what a yes in that, but. 
Um, also, I don't want any parts of Georgia. Just, just, just so you know, <laughs> I really don't. That uh, I don't. Yeah, I would like but, to see Memphis in a New Year's Six Bowl, but Georgia that that would be like. Mm. I don't know if I want that matchup. Yeah, but I would love to see Gamewell try to run on them. Yeah, me too. Right? Just, I mean, that'd be just awesome. the Memphis offensive line against uh, the Georgia defensive line. That that is what scares me. Now that's that's the that's, other that's the, disgusting when you when you take a look at the <laughs> the other teams that are listed in that uh, you know New Year's Day six you have uh, LSU Baylor they have Penn State against Oregon Virginia against Notre Dame I would probably you know, I'll take just, Notre just Dame I'll it. take Baylor I'll take mm-hmm. Notre Dame Baylor I'll even take Penn State I, I yeah I don't want Georgia like because <laughs> um, that. They they got they got folks down there that keep on leashes and in, 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 in damn you know basements and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I know that Georgia's kind of had a rough. Yeah, you know, they lost to South Carolina. They shouldn't have lost that game. Um, and and they'll and and they'll probably lose to LSU or Bama or whoever they play in the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they'll make the SEC championship game, but. But yeah, they're they're awesome. <laughs> let's, let's not get ourselves. Like George is amazing, and and I I I don't want any parts of them. I mean, I really don't. I'd rather I'd rather see Baylor all day. I know what Matt Rule has. I mean, I yeah. you know we've seen that. I kind of want to see um, uh, Notre Dame only for the uh, Mike Nervell versus Chip Long. Yeah, and matchup. I don't know if you want to get into this. Do you want to get into the Moorhead stuff? Like I, since you're in Rutgers, well, no. and I'll, oh, I'll let you do it. Oh. And, and, no, and well, no, we're fine. Well, so I, I don't think I don't think again we're not breaking news here, but so there's a rumor that that Jay Moorhead is seriously interested in the Rutgers job um, for a lot of reasons, and. Some of them are – and some of these things I know for a fact, and then some of these things I'm interpolating, okay? So I can tell people for a fact, yes, Jay Moorhead's interested in Rutgers. I don't exactly know why. I've asked, and I know what I've been told, and then I I, I know that I don't believe that. Um, I think that Jay Moorhead – This is just an opinion. I think that Jay Moorhead had an idea or had an ideal of what the SEC was. And then when he got here, the reality of the SEC is a hell of a lot different than the ideal. I think he's a good coach, just just a wrong fit. It's a terrible fit, and and that's that's what he's realizing, that his – his idea of football doesn't fit with the kind of players that you can get at Mississippi State. So what does that get to yeah. do with the Memphis podcast? Well, <laughs> so I don't know if Rutgers is going to hire Jay Moorhead or not. I, I still think it's up. You still think Shiano is the odds-on favorite there? I don't I, know. Yeah, I think it's – the fans up in Jersey, they they just have a fascination with uh, Shiano because Shiano took them out of the – you know, armpits of hell and 
got them to respect the yeah, royalty. Yeah, that was but, in the old fans, Big East, bro. Yeah, fan, yeah, that's what I was about <laughs> to say. Fans don't realize that was not in the Big Ten. <laughs> you know, that was in the Big East. It's a lot easier to, to yeah. bring a, a dead program uh, resurrected in the uh, Big East than the Big Ten. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, everyone's calling for Shiano, but uh, he has his demands, and he he's he's a stubborn coach who needs to change if he wants to have success going further. That's, that's just my opinion. Um, well, the, the reason this becomes important is because if Moorhead leaves, and the only way that State's going to open right now is if Moorhead leaves because he's owed too much money. Yeah. Okay. But if he leaves, I can tell everyone that I would be willing to put a lot of money on Mike Norvell being way up on their list. Um, I would believe that. I Whether he'd take it, do you I think, think he would pre- take it, though? Okay, that's what I was about to get into. So previous years, I would have said no way because I know Mike really wants a job that he feels like he can excel at. Um, I'm going to be careful what I say here. I think situations surrounding Mike and things from his past, let's just leave it at that, um, have – played a role in him not getting serious looks at really big jobs. And I think that's correct. I, I, I don't – that's not my opinion. That's a fact. I think at some point, whether it's this year or in the future, when a P5 job is offered, and it's a good P5 job, not Kansas State or Kansas or a good P5 job. <laughs> yeah, or Rutgers. I didn't say Rutgers. Or Maryland <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to take it at some point for just the simple fact of at some point you have to. I mean, yeah. I guess you don't have to. You can be Chris Peters, but – but it's I mean he, at some point even he took Washington, which is not what he wanted. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Peterson. I'm sorry, Peter. Not said Peters, but Chris Peterson. But eventually he took Washington, which is not what he wanted. But he took Washington at some point. I mean, I think that happens. So do I think he would take the job? I don't know, but my gut tells me at some point he's going to say yes. And I mean, you know, I, now I've had. I, I, I know what he wants, and you know th- what what Moorhead's making right now ain't going to get it, yeah. which is I think three and a half or whatever. That ain't that ain't going to get it. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I think they're going to have opinion, to come with an offer. Yeah, they. In my opinion, you're going to have to be over five. I know I don't know if that's yeah, the case yeah. or not, oh, but I, it's I, my I, personal opinion. No, no, no. Yeah. I, yeah, that's not that you you can go ahead and mark that down in stone. It's it's going to take probably five years, twenty five million, to get Mike to go to Starkville. They can do it. Make no bones, they can do it. I mean, he made three at Memphis last year. Mm-hmm. He's going to make over three this year at Memphis. And um, a lot already, less we already headache. all eligible <laughs> here at Memphis. 
again, if if you're Mike and you're like, all right, I'm here moving to Starkville, not that big a deal. I, you know, the family not going to be that big of a culture change. Um, he still is close to his family in Arkansas. I could totally see him saying yes. I'm not saying yeah, he will. And it wouldn't be, and the and the Memphis fans, I don't think would uh, there would be a major blowback. No. You know. Now, if he went to I, Ole Miss, that I think that would be a major blowback. Yeah, I think fans would be upset. Yeah, he he could have gotten in that mix last year or two years ago, whatever it was. Um, he he wasn't about that. He didn't want Ole Miss, and there's a lot of reasons why he didn't want Ole Miss. For one thing, like I mean, they got the SEC, they got the, sorry NCA breathing down their neck, like mm-hmm. watching them. That. You can't win in the in the SEC with with the NCAA got a field office set up in your backyard. You just can't. No. So, anyway, I, I didn't think... want to get into that because it's going around. Yep, and well, it, it too. I mean, if it, let's just say you know the state job does open up and Mike doesn't go, that opens up recruiting that uh, he can possibly try to go in there and fail too. So it's all it's still Memphis related. Well, but, it yeah. is, and and I do I do I think like there's a lot of dominoes that have to fall first. First of all, and I think you're 100 yeah. percent right. I I think Shiano is still the odds-on favorite for that job. Do I think Jay Moorhead is going to leave Mississippi State? Yes. Do I know when? No. Do I think it's going to be this year? The, the I would say the odds are at best 50-50 that he leaves this year. I mean, it'd have to be the right job. He's from yeah. up in Pennsylvania area, right? Yeah, he's from or the Northeast. New York. Yeah. I think it is Pennsylvania. Right. Pennsylvania or Maryland, something like that, but it's up in the Northeast. Something it, it, people, so one thing people don't realize is like Maryland, Delaware, New York, Pennsylvania, like that's all right there. Like New, New Jersey. Yeah. Like you can, you can go, <laughs> you can go from DC to Harrisburg. Yeah. In, in in an hour and a half, like it's people don't realize it's how close it is. Um, so I mean, he's from that area. So you know, if 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 a Maryland, which I don't think that's going to happen, but like Boston College yeah. could open, that could that could happen. You know, mm-hmm. um, would he take that? Sure, I think I think he'd be interested. So he he's just not a Southern guy, and that's one of the things when we eventually Mike's going to leave. Whenever that is, we've got to be cognizant of that. You've got to you've got to get someone who fits, and we know what yes. our model is, right? Mm-hmm. Offensive coordinator. So yeah, maybe Chip Long, somebody like that. Anyway, so sorry, sorry to drive us off into that, but I it was going no, around and people were getting me up on it. So that's good. We'll, we'll we'll end it uh, going back to Tulsa. Tough game. Yes. Um, fi- final thoughts on, on Tulsa and, and score prediction. I I I I said earlier I thought Memphis would win. I think we both agree that they're going to hang forty or so. I'm going to say forty-eight twenty-eight Memphis. I think the final is prob. It's it's going to be relatively close early, and then Memphis steadily pulls away. They're just not going to be able to stop us from running the football. I. Um, and I think defensively, I think we'll play pretty well. Tulsa's got some 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 uh, weapons, but they're not there yet. And I, uh, Montgomery, it looks like he's rebuilding it. 
Um, but it's just going to take – he's got another year. Yep, he, uh, I, I think he'll he'll stay because they, they have shown improvement, but that was the same exact number I had, 48-28. You know, and I think Memphis comes out big. I think that most of the points that uh, Tulsa will have is going to be against the uh, Tigers' second team. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, next week's show will, will be the one <laughs> where uh, – We'll, we'll pay close attention to because that's be the uh, the SMU game. But until then, uh, appreciate everybody right. listening. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, you have a good night. Appreciate your time.